This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Praise is warfare when the enemy is coming against you. Praise is how you fight. God inhabits your praise. Just like God comes in. When praises go up, blessings come down. Join Pastor Trevor Banks at 745 a.m. and p.m. Monday through Friday right here on the Good News Station, WCNO. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Christian is a premier STEAM-based K-12 grade school. We are now enrolling. At St. Lucie Christian, your child may receive free transportation, free breakfast, and lunch. We are offering free aftercare until 5 p.m. at our new Fort Pierce Orange Blossom Mall location for the 2018-2019 school year. Students in St. Lucie Christian not only have a safe and secure educational facility, but our academic program is well-rounded literature-based STEAM education. St. Lucie Christian students participate in college prep classes, aviation, and robotics tracks, after-school athletics and arts, including full-contact high school football, basketball, cheerleading, and volleyball. St. Lucie Christian is proudly sponsored by NASA Robotics Alliance Program. At St. Lucie Christian, traditional education meets technology, and learning is an inspired adventure. Call 772-405. 7077 today to see if you may qualify for financial aid. 772-405-7077. So we're going to talk about something, the very key to understanding how to use what we got. It's something that churches talk about all the time. Mainline denominations, charismatic churches, Pentecostal churches, all across this nation, all around the world, talk about this one subject in detail, but a lot of them don't agree on how this subject applies to your life, except in the basic form of what it means to be a Christian. There's even been moves that have been built off of this word, and it's the word faith. Everybody say faith. So I'm going to talk to you today about how to apply your faith so that you can access what you already got. Is that good? Is everybody all right? Hmm? I mean, you know, you got to have faith so you can continue to grow. Come on, sometimes it's not enough to show up. you got to grow up. Somebody say, I go to church every Sunday. I mean, you got to, you not just got to show up, you got to grow up. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost already. Amen? Mm? I want to grow. You want to grow? 
So as we continue to grow, the power of God continues to work in us. And then we continue to learn how to express that power of God out of our lives so that we can change the very world that we've been called to live in. And then that way the world ain't changing us, we're changing the world. I don't know about you, but I had enough of the world trying to change me. I've had enough of the world trying to change my home and change my children and change my culture and change my house. I say it's time to start changing the world. And it's going to take some people to recognize and realize that what they already got on the inside of them is the answer that the world needs. Look at somebody say, you got the answer. Go ahead and say, hello, answer. We got to get it out to the world today. Amen. Everybody say faith. Hmm? We're going to grow up in faith. We're going to grow up in the things that God has for us individually. And, God, and we're also going to grow up in the things that God has corporately for this house and this ministry. God wants to take this ministry from level to level, from glory to glory, so that we can have greater impact in our community, greater impact in our city. I mean, that takes faith. And faith is an exciting life. If, if you're born again today and your life ain't exciting, then you ain't walking by faith. Mm, come on, Amen. Faith is what makes life amazing. There's a lot of people say, well, I'm saved and I'm a Christian, but I'm just so bored. Well, you ain't walking in faith. You're playing it safe. You done went down to Walmart, got you a $50 pup tent and put it in the backyard waiting on Jesus to come back in the rapture and suck you out of the roof of it. You ain't walking in faith. Hmm? Praise the Lord. That's good, Pastor. Two times in the New Testament, the Bible talks about Jesus being amazed. How many know Jesus was amazed a couple times in the Bible? How many know most of the time when we talk about Jesus, we are always talking about how amazing Jesus is. He's amazing. His grace is amazing. His power is amazing. His love is amazing. His joy is amazing. His peace is amazing. His long-suffering is amazing. It was amazing what He did on the cross. It was amazing that He risen. How many know He's amazing? Somebody shout, Jesus is amazing. It's the amazing grace of God that caused us to be here today. He's amazing. However, there's a couple times in the Bible, in the New Testament, Jesus was amazed. I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. Amen? I mean, if Jesus thought it was pretty amazing, then it must be pretty amazing. That ought to amaze us all. Look at your neighbor and say, prepare to be amazed. The first one's in Matthew chapter 8. Jesus is walking along. A Roman officer, a Roman centurion comes up to him. And he says, Jesus, my servant is very sick. and He's about to die. Will you heal him? And Jesus said, well, of course I'll heal him. I'll, I'll come and pray for him. I'll go, to the Father and the Fa- I'll go to the Father and the Father will heal him. And the Roman centurion says to him, watch this, says to Jesus, No, 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 Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. For I also am a man under authority. In other words, Jesus, I know how this works. And he said to him, for I also am a man under authority. Now listen to me. This unbeliever, this Roman centurion, this Roman officer recognized that when he saw Jesus operating in miracle power, supernatural power, when he saw Jesus manifesting the works of heaven, he realized something about Jesus. That Jesus was also somebody under authority. Mm, Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Hmm? He wasn't just a person of authority. Jesus was somebody that operated Under authority. Because how many of you realize this morning that the ability to operate in power always comes from being under authority more than being in authority? If you're going to operate under authority, you can get something done. I mean, you can't blow your own horn and be in authority. You got to have the authority under, you got to be under that authority to be able to operate in it. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, it's more important who you are serving under than who you are serving over. 
because it flows downhill. Hmm? Uh, it ain't about who you're over, it's about who you're under. That's why I'm so grateful to be connected with the people that I got connected to because I know I'm in a place where I'm getting fed because what flows from them down to me flows to you. Come on, somebody help me, amen? And this Roman centurion, he recognized something. He recognized that Jesus was under authority. And he said to Jesus, he said, Jesus, I am a man of authority. I'm a Roman officer. I tell soldiers what to do. I tell them to go and they go. I tell them to come and they come. They follow my orders. If I tell them to jump, they say, hi. I understand authority. He said, Jesus, you just speak the word and my servant will be healed. In other words, you ain't got to go to my house. You ain't got to walk through my door. You ain't got to lay hands on him. You just got to declare it. And Jesus, when you declare it, I know all heaven will come to attention. And heaven will move on your behalf because you're somebody that's under authority. And the Bible says that Jesus was doing this. Whoa, I ain't seen no faith like that. You've got to be kidding me. Here's a Roman. He's not even a person of covenant. He's not even a Jew. And the Bible says that Jesus was amazed. He was amazed by the man's faith. Come on, somebody. Amen. I mean, it's very inspiring to be around people that know how to walk in faith. Because when you hear the testimony of somebody that knows how to walk in faith, then all of a sudden you believe that what God did for them, He can do for you. Mm -hmm. Come on, all hell might have broke loose in your marriage, but when you get around somebody that's been through all hell in their marriage and God fixed it, all of a sudden you got hope for a future. And you know if God fixed their marriage, then God can fix your marriage. If God worked on their behalf, then God can work on your behalf. If God got in their finances, then God can get in your finances. And something begins to quicken on the inside of your heart, and faith begins to get stirred up. And the next thing you know, you believe in God for the impossible of your life, and you engage Him like a Roman centurion, and you say, God, I am under your authority, and all heaven can be set loose from my problem. Praise the Lord. The second time that Jesus was amazed is in the book of Mark, in Mark chapter 6. When Jesus goes to his hometown, right before he got there, he'd been having supernatural powerful meetings. He'd been having miracles take place, incredible crusades, and people were being healed. So there was this excitement in the city of Nazareth that Jesus was coming. But the Bible says when he got to his hometown, at first they received him, and they thought that he was amazing. They thought that he was doing great things. And then all of a sudden, while Jesus was speaking, somebody in the crowd had said, Hey, wait a minute, I know who he is. That's Jesus. That's the carpenter's son, Joseph. That's Joseph's son. We know his brother, James. He lives right down the street. We know his sister's. We know who you are. We know what you're all about, Jesus. Who are you trying to kid? The Bible says they acted like they knew him well. And when they did that, their faith went right out the window. Gone. Because listen to me, familiarity will kill expectation. I'm going to try that again. Familiarity will kill expectation. That's what happens when people attend church for five, six, seven, or eight years. They get familiar with the leadership and they think they know everything that they think they know. And then when the anointing of God shows up in the house, they can't receive nothing because they're too familiar. And listen, I I get tested because my family comes to my church. Can I tell you something? They know me. 
They know Jason without Jesus, and they know Jason with Jesus. Hmm? We'll just stop right there. No, we ain't going to. But the Bible says because of their lack of faith, Jesus could do no mighty miracles there. And notice what it says. It doesn't say Jesus would not do any miracles. It didn't say Jesus looked at him and said, y'all just act like y'all know everything. I ain't doing no miracles. I'm just leaving this town and forget it. That's not what it said. It said he could not do. I'm, you mean something limited to the power of God? Yeah. Unbelief. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hmm? Said he couldn't do any miracles. I mean, that's pretty powerful. Hmm? Somebody said, well, the word of God is all powerful. Well, even Jesus said, that's not true. He said, you make my word void. Hmm? By your doctrines and traditions of men. I didn't say it. Jesus did. It's in the red ink. It's in the hot sauce. I heard somebody say that. I like that. And if it's red, that's the hot sauce. Praise the Lord. Hmm? I said, what do you mean he can't do no miracles? If God wants to do a miracle, God will just do a miracle. Well, listen, if that's true, then they need to take Mark chapter 6 out of your Bible. They, that's a misprint. They shouldn't have put that in your Bible because the Bible says that Jesus got there and it was not up to God if, not, if miracles were going to happen. It was up to the people that were hearing the word preached to them that determined whether miracles were going to happen or not. Come on, amen. Hmm? So how many of you understand today that your faith must have something to do with the environment that you live in? And that's when the Bible says Jesus was amazed at their lack of faith. Come on, how many of you know there's a major difference between doubt and unbelief? Everybody doubts. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Everybody doubts. Come on, amen. Doubt comes to all of us. Doubt comes to us in all kinds of forms. It comes to spiritual people. It comes to unspiritual people. It comes to people that have it all together. It comes to people that are falling all apart. Everybody experiences doubt. It comes to people that pray for an hour a day. It comes to people that don't pray at all. Doubt comes to everybody. Amen. Everybody has to deal with doubt. Doubt is part of our our human experience that gives us the, uh, the, the ability to deduce information that is generated by fear, insecurity, or rejection. Hmm? It's when you get enough courage to go do something and then that thought comes, you really can't do it. 
How many know that's why you need a shield of faith? How many know Ephesians chapter 6 talks about the whole armor of God? It talks about everything that we have. An armor has the helmet of salvation to keep you from getting hit in the head. It's got the breastplate of righteousness that says that what, what was unrighteous is now righteous. It's got the belt of truth that, that wraps you up and keeps everything holding all in one place. It's got the, come on somebody help me. It's got the gospel that get on your feet that bring peace to your life. And then it's got the shield of faith. How many know that faith is called a shield because... Everything that comes to your life comes in the form of a fiery dart in the shape of a thought. That's why you need a shield of faith. Because when the thoughts come, you go, oh no, bap, 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 ain't happening today, baby. Get off me. Hmm? Just hit the shield. And I mean, you can get a lot of faith. You can just walk through life and, you, and it just becomes like rain hitting all the time because you're just moving on with Jesus. You hear ding, 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 ding. What's that? Just, just, just thoughts bouncing off my shield of faith. Praise the Lord. Amen. But how many of you know unbelief is different than doubt? Unbelief means this. After evaluating all your thoughts and listening to all your doubts and listening to all the pros and listening to all the cons, you make a decision not to believe. Huh? You make a decision based on a thing that is not true, and it begins to shape your life. That's what Pastor Ryan was talking about Wednesday night. He's talking about strongholds. I mean, a stronghold is anything that you think about yourself, about others, or about God that is not true. And if you believe it to be true, then how many know every lie you believe, you'll behave? Hmm? If you believe a lie, you behave a lie. If you believe the truth, you'll behave the truth. Because what's in your heart will manifest in your life. Mm, I don't care how much you try to polish it up. Mm, the outside of the cup might look good. Ain't nobody going to shout at me, but that's all right. Mm. The Bible says that Jesus leaves his hometown. It says he leaves his hometown and he is amazed. And what he's amazed about is their lack of faith. Huh? Do you realize there's a time that after that Jesus never went back to Nazareth? Never went back. He went to Capernaum. He went to Jerusalem. He went to Judea. He went to Galilee. He went everywhere all over Israel. But he never returned to Nazareth. He was amazed. I mean, you got to be pretty amazed if you just boycott the town. They ain't ready for me. They don't, they don't need what I got. Come on, somebody. Amen. So two things. Two times Jesus was amazed in the Bible. One time he was amazed because of Great faith. The other time he was amazed because a lack of faith. Amen. So both times he was amazed it had to do with faith. Everybody say faith. faith. See, faith has to do with the environment that you live in. Everybody say environment. Hmm? Can I just tell you when, you, when you learn how to put everything that pertains to your life in an environment of faith, then everything in that environment will be God-ordained for your life. But you've got to put it in the right environment. If you put it in an environment of unbelief, then your life is not going to, everything in your life is going to collapse around that unbelief. And it will hold you captive to where you are in life. And you will, listen, you will cycle through dysfunction. I know people 70, 80, 90 years old still cycling through the same dysfunction they got when they were 15. Because mm? they never got in the right environment. Mm? I mean, when we talk about faith, it conjures up all kinds of images in our mind because most people in the world think that people of faith are loony. I mean, that's the view of most people in the world, in secular society. All you got to do is watch CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. They all look down their nose at Christians. Come on, amen. 
They think that uh, you don't know what you're doing. You're a person of faith, which means you're either ignorant or uneducated or unsophisticated because you need to have God for a crutch. Come on, if you go to any university in this country, that's what they're going to tell us, what the professor's going to tell you because they're 98.9% anti-anything to do with faith. People of faith have been criticized by the secular world for hundreds and hundreds of years. They did it when Jesus walked the earth. They made fun of him then. They're making fun of us now. If you trust God and you live your life by faith, people in society, the elites in society that think they know everything but the Bible says are really fools, are always going to look down their nose at you and think you're ignorant. Hmm? Can I get a witness? Come on, huh? Hmm? In fact, Karl Marx, he made this statement. One of the founders of, of humanism said this. He said, living by faith is the opium of the uneducated. Faith is what makes uneducated people be able to cope with life. That's what he basically said, amen? That's why you should never be shocked when people get on news channels and on media channels and talk about how ignorant Christians are. That's why you should never be shocked when they try to take your rights away. Because they think you don't deserve any rights. They think you're archaic. They think you're backwards. They think you don't believe in science. Hmm? Come on, it's been propagated in, in universities all over this country that if it can't be explained by scientific explanation in the modern age, then it, then it must be a, false, a falsehood. But I can tell you, like I tell all of them, I might not be able to explain everything, but I know who he is. Hmm? And sooner or later, science always comes back around to God. You just ain't lived long enough to see it. Because I promise you, you don't know everything. I ain't never met anybody that knows everything. Now, I've met a few people that think they know everything, and I can tell you right now, they don't. Praise the Lord. Amen. But let me just declare to you, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says we walk by faith. Somebody shout, we walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. The Bible says this, the just shall live by faith. Notice it does not say they shall live by their job or live by their income or live by the influence of people around them and live by your approval or my approval or live on Come on. The just shall live by faith. Are you saying, Pastor, that we don't need no help from nobody? I'm saying no, but the just going to live by faith. You're just going to have to learn how to get in some faith for the help you need because you can't expect no help from nobody except from God. Come on, somebody. And if you do get help from somebody, it's because you're living by faith and God sent them to your life. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to live by faith, come on, somebody. Amen. How I many know that does not mean that you are weird? It don't mean you're crazy. It don't mean you're lazy. It don't mean you're unsophisticated or uneducated. It means that you are living by faith. And the just shall live by faith. Mm. That means I can trust God. That means that you can trust God. You ain't got to try to figure it out all by yourself all the time and wonder why everything went upside down and try to make it right. All you need to understand is that you can really trust God. Somebody shout, I can trust Him. Mm. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. 
That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Christian is a premier STEAM-based K-12 grade school. We are now enrolling. At St. Lucie Christian, your child may receive free transportation, free breakfast, and lunch. We are offering free aftercare until 5 p.m. at our new Fort Pierce Orange Blossom Mall location for the 2018-2019 school year. Students in St. Lucie Christian not only have a safe and secure educational facility, but our academic program is well-rounded literature-based STEAM education. St. Lucie Christian students participate in college prep classes, aviation, and robotics tracks, after school athletics and arts, including full contact high school football, basketball, cheerleading, and volleyball. St. Lucie Christian is proudly sponsored by NASA Robotics Alliance Program. At St. Lucie Christian, traditional education meets technology and learning is an inspired adventure. Call 772 405 7077 today to see if you may qualify for financial aid. 772-405-7077. Ignite Your World True Church and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv. Like the rising sun that shines from the darkness comes alive. I hear your voice, and this is my awakening. Like the rising sun that shines from the darkness comes 
our hearts, Lord, in the nations. Awakening. Redeemed by your blood, rescued from death. 